Once upon a time, long, long ago, there was a princess. <laughs> no, I'm not telling you any story. So let me start again. Once upon a time, long, long ago, in the year 490 BC, which is about 2500 years ago, the Greeks won a battle with an army of Persians in a battlefield just outside the town of Marathon. And a Greek soldier whose name was Phaedipides, uh, that sounds like a tongue twister. So anyways, this soldier was made to run a distance of about 40 kilometers from the town of Marathon to Athens in Greece to report this victory. And when he reached, he said, Nike, which means victory. You ask why run all the way? Because in those days, my dear kiddos, there were no cell phones, no internet, no nothing. So, to commemorate this dramatic run, a long distance race was introduced as part of the first modern Olympic Games and this was in Athens, Greece in 1896. The race was obviously called Marathon because this battle was won at Marathon and this chap Fady Pides started his run from there. Now the distance of Marathon was again 40 kilometers, the same distance that this chap ran to give the news of victory. Now in that very first Marathon race in the Olympics, some reports say that there were 18 participants and some say that there were 25. But nevertheless, there were four foreigners amongst the participants. But obviously the Greeks were better prepared. So there is this dude called Spyridon Lewis. He was a Greek postal worker and he won that very first marathon race in the Olympics in 2 hours, 58 minutes and 50 seconds. That pretty fast, huh? Only 9 runners hit that finish line though. In the next few Olympics, the distances kept changing. In fact, in the first 7 modern Olympics, there were 6 different distances. There is an interesting story about how the current marathon distance was decided. In 1908, the Olympic Games were held in the city of Big Ben, London. The marathon course was laid out from Windsor Castle to the White City Stadium at a distance of 41.8 kilometers. But Queen Alexandra of the British royal family requested that the start of the marathon be moved back a little. She wanted the race to start from the east lawn of the Windsor Castle so that her children could see from their balcony. These royals and the whimsical demands, I say. So then, this increased the distance to 42.2 kilometers or 42.195 kilometers to be precise. Since then, this became the official distance of marathons. Cool. The marathon race was so well received that within a year of the first Olympic marathon, the first Boston marathon was held the next year in uh, 1897. This year, this race has been held every year since then in Boston and it is one of the most popular and most prestigious marathons in the world. It is also the oldest annual marathon. Olympics is held only once in four years, right? Whereas this Boston marathon is held every year. You know my good friend Giri from college, he has run and completed the Boston Marathon and several other marathons in the US. Today more than a thousand marathons are held every year and there are marathons happening almost every week. Marathon races take place almost in every country in the world from North Pole way down to Antarctica. 
wonder what the penguins of antarctica would think when they see humans running around for no reason they think the humans are all crazy you know for decades marathons were open only to men a few women like stamata revathi had run the full marathon distance in the first olympics but they were not included in the official results the boston marathon began allowing women in 1972 85 years after its first marathon there's an interesting story about how boston marathon started allowing women So this woman called Bobby Gibb she completed the Boston race unofficially in 1966 since women were not allowed she didn't get any bib that participants get you know that uh, piece of paper with the numbers written on it that you tie to your t-shirt now she didn't get any of uh, the bib she didn't get a participation certificate in fact even if she had won the race she wouldn't have been considered this was in 1966 The next year in 1967 a woman by name Catherine Switzer she registered for the Boston Marathon but she didn't give her full name she only gave her initials and last name so the organizers didn't know it was a woman so she was finally able to participate with the bib and all of that uh, since there were thousands of participants the organizers didn't realize that there was a woman also running amongst them And when some of the runners saw her they were all excited they said oh it's a girl you know in these marathons cars go up and down to take pictures and also they have um, emergency medical support and all of that in case somebody needs help so one of those cars went past Catherine and the race organizer was there in that car when he saw her he got down from the car grabbed her and shouted at her get the hell out of my race He started getting rough with her and then her boyfriend Tom punched that fellow real hard. The photographers in the car were capturing all of this. So she said to them, "I'm going to finish this race. I will go on my hands and my knees if I have to, but I will finish this race." You know, she thought that everyone thinks she cannot finish the race, and if she doesn't, then they'll start believing that no women are capable of doing a marathon. so she had to do it not just for herself but the sake of all the other women and she did finish the race in 4 hours and 20 minutes so you see women can complete a marathon and do almost anything else but they were not allowed to do so many things back then i admire not just catherine but also her boyfriend who supported her and believed in her so all you girls out there who want to do things that not many other girls do Go ahead and do it and show it to the world. And the boys who are listening, if your friends or sisters want to do something, support them, encourage them, believe in them. And if you know of any girl who did something that people were not allowing her to do or a story where someone provided support, please do share with me. So, coming back to Catherine. The next morning, all the newspapers had her pictures. She became an activist for female runners and campaigned to include women's marathon in the Olympics. In 1972, 5 years after Catherine Switzer's historic run, women were officially allowed to compete in the Boston Marathon. The first Olympic marathon for for women was held in 1984 in Los Angeles. and it was won by Joan Benowitz of uh, United States with a time of 2 hours 24 minutes and 52 seconds when i was reading up about marathons i found out about so many interesting marathons 
There is a marathon that takes place on the Great Wall of China. Not surprisingly, it's called the Great Wall Marathon. Did you know Norway is called the land of the midnight sun? In the summers, there is sunlight even at midnight in the northernmost point of Norway. And there is a midnight sun marathon that is held in Trom uh, Tromso, Norway. There is also a big five marathon which takes place among the safari wildlife of South Africa. I'm imagining me running alongside a lion, the lion giving out a roar, and me running away and the lion chasing me. <laughs> okay, coming back. Uh, you know, there is this uh, great Tibetan marathon at a height of 11,500 feet above sea level. That's quite high, you know. Uh, the first Himalayan trek I did uh, was at Harkidun and that was at 10,000 feet. This marathon is at 11,500 feet. Whoa, there's more fun stuff. There is the Polar Circle Marathon on the permanent ice cap of Greenland. Freezing! And then you also have cross-country marathons. Marathons In the three-lander marathon, participants run through Germany, Switzerland and Austria, three countries. But here's the winner. The Intercontinental Istanbul Eurasian Marathon is the only marathon where participants run over two continents in one race, which is Europe and Asia. Pretty amazing stuff, huh? Would you like to know about the fastest marathons, the record breakers? So. The fastest record holder in the men's category is Eliad Kipchoge from Kenya. He completed the Berlin Marathon in 2019 in 2 hours, 1 minute and 39 seconds flat. That's approximately at the speed of 21 kilometers an hour. I just can't believe a human being can run that fast. In the Bangalore traffic, my car sometimes goes at the speed of 5 kilometers an hour. Damn! Okay, the fastest record holder in the women's category is Bridget Cosgay, again from Kenya. She completed the Chicago Marathon in 2019 in 2 hours, 14 minutes and 4 seconds. That's just 12 to 13 minutes behind the fastest man. Wow! And people thought that women cannot even complete a marathon. A big boo to all the people who thought that. Did you notice the world record holders in both men and women's category are Kenyans? In fact, the top record holders in both world championships and Olympics are Kenyans. They are damn good runners. In fact, many a times the top three positions are all Kenyans. Since the 80s, about 70 to 80% of the winners in all long distance races have been Kenyans. Seven of the last eight London marathons were won by a Kenyan. Now, even within Kenya, these runners come from a small tribe called Kalenjin. Um, and there are only about 4.4 million of them, which is about 0.06 percentage of the world's population. This small group of people win most of the races in the world. Uh, research has shown that these young Kenyans, with only a few months of training, can easily outperform the world's best professional runners. Basically, it's in their genes. Their body mass, bone structure, thinner, longer legs it makes them more efficient runners, especially over long distances. Time for some fun facts. Fauja Singh was 100 years old when he completed the Toronto Waterfront Marathon. He was the first centenarian to complete it and he did it in 8 hours 11 minutes. He was of Indian origin but a British citizen. 
He did not have a birth certificate, so the record was unfortunately not officially accepted. Budhia Singh from Odisha in India is the youngest marathoner. He completed a marathon at the age of 3 years. Can you imagine a 3-year-old kid completing 42.2 kilometers distance? Whoa, that's amazing. So basically both the oldest and the youngest marathons marathoners are of Indian origin. To get more and more general public into the sport of running, many shorter runs were also introduced, like the half marathon which is 21 kilometers, the 10k run or the 10 kilometers run, even the 5k run, where just about anyone can participate. A lot of the marathons these days support some cause or the other. So then people run for the causes that they support, like child education, feeding the hungry, cancer research, the list is endless. How many of you have heard about ultra marathon? It's a race that's longer than 42 kilometers. As if 42 kilometers wasn't long enough. Ultras can be of different uh, distances, like 50 kilometers, 100, even 160 kilometers. Then there are these 24-hour races and multi-day races of 1,600 kilometers or even longer. I wonder what these people are made of who run such long distances. You know, many of these ultra marathons have obstacles too, like bad weather, rugged terrain, or even climbing uphill. There are some ultras where each competitor has to carry all their supplies, including food, which should last for the entire race and which could last for a week. So imagine having to run for a week with the whole week's food and other supplies on your back. Crazy! If I have to buy something down the street, also I take the car. And these people run for the whole week. But I have to tell you, I have walked, not run, but walked 100 kilometers in 35 hours. I did that as part of the Oxfam trail walk with my colleagues back in 2018. After walking in the blazing sun for a few hours, I had blisters on my feet. I had lost all energy, was thirsty and tired. I was like, why? Why am I torturing myself? But when I finished the walk, The joy of having completed something that I thought was impossible was so great that I forgot all about the pain. It was an absolutely exhilarating experience. I have also done 5k runs at the Standard Chartered Mumbai Marathon, uh, Bangalore's Midnight Marathon and also the Pinkathon. It's super fun to ride alongside thousands of others. The energy is pulsating, the excitement gets the adrenaline pumping. If you have not participated in any run yet you must. I know people who started running only in their 40s and 50s and went on to even complete a marathon. Anyone can do it if they put their mind to it. Of course you need to have the right coaching for it. You know my nieces and nephew Isha Vedant Veda they've all participated in a 5k run at the Bangalore Midnight Marathon. Isha and Veda have also done the Pinkathon I think twice. uh i you i was a little bit uh, you know hesitant i wasn't sure if they'll be able to finish i thought they'll start cribbing and say my legs are aching but i was surprised that all of them finished in fact they were racing ahead of me and i had to literally keep up with them i'm so proud of all of you kiddos there are several marathons in india too and the one in ladakh is on every marathoner's bucket list It's a very scenic run passing through cold deserts and quaint little villages. There is even an ultrathon called the Khardungla Challenge of 72 kilometers. 
Then there is the Kaveri Trail Marathon that starts right next to the Ranganathattu Bird Sanctuary outside of Mysore. You run along the Kaveri River with verdant fields and you can even hear birds chirping. It's absolutely beautiful and serene. Then there is the Penkathon which is a marathon exclusively for women and girls. This happens in several cities across India. One of the first marathons in India was the Standard Chartered Marathon in Mumbai. This brings the entire city on the streets. It's the only time when the Bandra Worldly Sea Link is open to pedestrians. It's a wonderful feeling to run on the bridge with the Arabian Sea on both the sides. And one of the toughest but very absolutely breathtaking ultra marathon runs in India in the white desert of uh, the run of Kutch in Gujarat. The race starts in the ancient ruins of the ancient uh, Indus Valley civilization Dholavira. The race is to be completed in 3 days where the runners will run across the desert. I'm sweating just thinking about it. One of the most creative marathons is the one in Oroville. Lots of locals come to cheer the runners and as night approaches flashlights light the way for the runners making it something out of this world. So, I'm going to end this episode with a wonderful quote by Emil Zatopek, which goes something like this. If you want to run, run a mile. If you want to experience a different life, run a marathon. <laughs>